0: Hey friends, welcome to the Drivecast, a daily podcast walking through the Bible to help us read it in, pray it up, and live it out. My name's Dan, and I serve as the teaching pastor for our Worthington campus. Today, we're looking at Daniel chapter 4, verses 34 through 37. First, let's read it in. At the end of the days, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven And my reason returned to me, and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored Him who lives forever. For His dominion is an everlasting dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the inhabitants of the earth are accounted as nothing, and He does according to His will among the hosts of heaven and among the inhabitants of earth. And none can stay His hand or say to Him, What have you done? At the same time, My reason returned to me, and for the glory of my kingdom, my majesty and splendor returned to me. My counselors and my lords sought me, and I was established in my kingdom, and still more greatness was added to me. Now I, Nebuchadnezzar, praise and extol and honor the King of heaven, for all his works are right and his ways are just, and those who walk in pride he is able to humble. Well, chapter 4 ends in such a magnificent way. King Nebuchadnezzar's reasoning is returned to him, like we've seen in the last couple of days as we've studied chapter 4. Uh, this was part of the prophecy that Daniel had for Nebuchadnezzar and his dream, that he was going to be uh, kind of driven out in a kind of madness uh, and lose his uh, stature in his kingdom. In a way, uh, we see Nebuchadnezzar's humiliation and I find this fascinating, that uh, the Babylonian culture, which so idolized uh, mythic creatures and animals and gave them uh, almost godlike status, that Nebuchadnezzar becomes just like one of the quote-unquote gods of Babylon. And there's this ironic commentary uh, that God's people have as we look and read what happened to Nebuchadnezzar and essentially see that he gets exactly what he wanted and the Babylonian god compared to the most high that Nebuchadnezzar will talk about. There is no comparison between the two of them he explains in verse 35 that he does, that God, most high, does according to his will among the host of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth, and none can stay his hand or say to him, what have you done? Ultimately, this is a comparison between the gods of Babylon, who Nebuchadnezzar embodies, and the God of the Bible. And there is no comparison between the two. Nebuchadnezzar knew that the most high was in control and he was not And not only did Nebuchadnezzar's reason return, but God restored in some sense. Uh, We're not sure exactly how. No detail is really given to us. But Nebuchadnezzar's kingdom is returned to him, or he is established again in uh, the eyes of his own kingdom. Verse 37, again, Nebuchadnezzar praises and extols and honors God, the king of heaven, and acknowledges that God humbles those who walk in pride And it's interesting to have a conversation about what actually happened to Nebuchadnezzar. Did he turn and trust the one true God uh, of the Jewish people? Uh, uh, the God of the Bible? Or did he see most high God as just one of many gods, even if the most powerful God? Well, the book of Daniel doesn't go into great detail in answering that question that we may be more interested in at first. But ultimately, the story that chapter four is telling us is that God reigns even over the kingdoms and the affairs of men. And there is not one ruler, there is not one person of influence who can hold a candle to the Majesty of the Most High God, that is the sum total force of this chapter when we read it in its uh, entirety. Nonetheless, Nebuchadnezzar's story should be an encouragement to us. God is both just in His discipline and filled with grace for His people. Nebuchadnezzar learned the Lord's discipline, and as a result, he responds, giving God praise and uh, glory for. What he is owed is a powerful example of God's uh, majesty and his unchallenged power, even among the nations. Now, let's take a moment to pray it up. We don't just want to hear these stories and move on with the rest of our day. We also want to take time to pray back God's word to him. So I have a few prompts that I want to share with you. I'll read them and then allow you to pray Nebuchadnezzar's story obviously reminds us of pride and the pride that we may have in our own lives. And the question is, have there been times in your life when you have uh, been overtaken by pride? Just for a moment, ask that God would reveal pride that has uh, gripped your heart, maybe in ways you're not able to see right now. So often our pride is tied to the idols of our hearts and minds, maybe even the broader culture around us. Again, like we've been talking about, let's take a moment and ask that the Lord would allow us to recognize what we may be bowing down to, and perhaps the thing we're bowing down to in worship is our own kingdom, our own desires, our own control. Ask that the Lord would put his finger on areas in our life where we may be uh, worshiping, not something externally, but maybe even worshiping ourselves. And now, let's take a moment to live this out. So often there are passages that call us to have a very practical application that we can take with us into the workplace or uh, immediately take with us uh, in the next conversation we have, and then there are kinds of passages that bring about a different response in our hearts and minds. They call us to a different posture before our God, and I think that Nebuchadnezzar's example for us calls to mind what attributes do we praise God for. Nebuchadnezzar, this pagan king, can look back and see God as the most high, all-powerful, who has no equal. How might we uh, come back and uh, extol God for his unmatched power and unending greatness? Friends, that changes the way that we think about him, and that changes the way uh, we show up in uh, everyday moments of our lives, because we worship one who is far greater than we could imagine. We worship one and follow one who reigns even over the kingdoms of men. Thanks for tuning in to the Drivecast. We'll see you back next week.